Well, one girl I can think of who actually had suffered from extreme, extreme ritualistic sexual abuse, actually, but that wasn't what she came with. She came with weight loss. Um, although she did, but this wasn't, this wasn't, a, you know, it wasn't a repressed memory. It wasn't hidden from her conscious. She was perfectly aware of what had happened. But she was, in essence, she was hiding from the world. She was piling on weight, getting bigger and bigger. And it was really interesting because she wasn't really eating very much. You know, she was constantly on a diet, but it was having the total reverse effect. And it was like she was, her whole posture and everything, she was kind of, she, oh, that's the other thing. She had a stutter, but a stutter only happened when she tried to say her name. It was so interesting. She could have a completely normal conversation like, like you and I are now. But every so often she'd refer to herself in the third person and then she couldn't say her name. It was really extraordinary. And, um, and anyway, she was basically hiding from world. She was practically, she wasn't an agoraphobic, but she might as well have been. She wasn't really going out much. She didn't socialise. She didn't, she was embarrassed to the core, ashamed to the core herself about something that actually that shame did not belong with her and it took a, pers- a persistent you know it was persistent and thorough working through things over a reasonably long period of time when I say that in the work that I do that's not not long in comparison to psychotherapeutic work but it's, it took about I don't know maybe about six months of weekly sessions during which time the weight gradually began to lo- to go but more to the point it was like she kind of emerged and and she emerged as herself and she found her voice. She could say her name and she started going out. And this was kind of incidental. We weren't really focusing on it, but it was happening at the same time, which I found really fascinating. And at the end of the day, as far as I'm aware, I know she got married. And as far as I'm aware, it's not, you know, the anxiety about being out there in the world and people seeing her, all that stuff has gone and hasn't returned. Wow. I'm, sure, I'm sure I'd have heard if it had returned i'm sure she did come back but um last i heard she was getting married that's great because that was yeah it's great yeah it was, it, it, she was amazing yeah it's 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 often that you hear that people that have gone through that that suffer for the rest of their lives and uh, ne- mm-hmm. never really overcome it um <clears throat> see I, I, I think the difference here was that she really really wanted a life she really wanted a life and i know a lot of people say they do but often there's something unconscious that's kind of blocking that, but she was she was really brave, and and I, I, mean, I really take my hat off to her. She did a lot of work on herself between sessions. It was her commitment that got her to the change. Mm. Even and there was some really bleak, difficult times. You know, it, it's not it's not a straight path. This stuff, mm. and it's and it's very challenging. Ups and downs. And, yeah, and really scary. You know, mm. really scary sometimes. And I think anybody who even begins to embark on this on the path of change like this and this is a massive change because it impacts every area of your life when you get over something like social anxiety as i'm sure you know that's a huge step it takes a lot of courage because right. you've got because everything will change people will relate to you in different ways you will you, well everything will change as you know mm. your identity changes it's cool oh <laughs> heaps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the first thing to know that is inspiring for people is not everybody has it, which means you got it somewhere. Mm. You learned it somewhere, which means you can unlearn it. 
which is very, very important to know because when people have it, when they have the anxiety, when they, it's almost like a phobic response, they think they're stuck with it forever and you're not. Mm. You're not at all stuck with it forever, but you had to be trained that socializing was dangerous, unsafe, or scary, or else you wouldn't have this reaction to it. So that's the good news. I know it feels like the bad news, but that's the good news. So there was one client in particular that I love talking about. She grew up with several brothers, older brothers, and her father who teased her about everything. So she'd open her mouth mouth and say something and they would tease her and she'd anything she said they criticized or teased her so then when she was at work when the group was bigger than two people she couldn't do it and at work they would have parties and they would have monthly get-togethers and bonding exercises with the boss and everybody and she she barely could walk in the room she Mm. was so scared of it because her expectation was she would be humiliated and the thought of that triggered her anxiety and the adrenaline that happens and the phobic response and then her desire to stay home. That's how it goes. You have to have a thought and a picture that it's going to be dangerous in order to make you get scared, have the cortisol and adrenaline race through your body, and then make decisions like, I need to avoid a social setting. Right. So it was just really fun to help her with that because then she, what happened is she could start to stand up to her older brothers. Now they're adults, right? Right. So she could start to stand up to them and start to understand it wasn't about her. This did not mean she was worth humiliating. This just meant that's what they wanted to do. So then she didn't perceive everybody in her life, the boss and the colleagues, and social settings when she wanted to go out and be with her friends. She didn't expect them to have the same desire to criticize her, so that started to lower her anxiety. So when she could start to put it into perspective, and we did energy therapy with her, um, everything changed because she un she unraveled the past part that was what taught her how to do it, and then she could deal with the present and deal with the future anxiety. Right. So it was really it was a lot of fun because it helped her personally and professionally. People call it social anxiety, but if you work in an office, it's professional, but it still feels like social anxiety, like going to a party or going to a you know some kind of gathering with yep. with people. It's not just a work. Right. It's the same. So I love that story because it was yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and uh, what what happened with the relationship uh, with the, her brothers? I reckon that changed as well. Or? The, yes, that changed a lot. They, they didn't like it because she was the baby sister. Right. Yeah. But she stood up to them and said, "Yeah, I'm not going to take that anymore because I don't deserve it." And go pick on someone else. And they and it would definitely rock the boat. Um, but she just came out of her shell, and she she started to realize very quickly she had a lot to offer, and her assumption was that she didn't have anything to offer. Mm-hmm. So the insecurity so. from the the teasing from her brothers and from her dad was 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 no longer there, and as a result, she felt stronger, stronger and equal. Mm, right. right. Someone who feels socially anxious feels like they're less than. And that's why someone would pick on them or humiliate them or judge them or criticize them. She just said, I'm one of the gang. I don't care if it's at work or with my friends at a bar. I'm one of them. They're one, we're, nobody's perfect. So it was, very, it was just incredibly helpful you know, and, and fun, fun to watch because it's such a freeing thing when someone is helped that way. It's just so exciting. Their life changes. You know that. Right. Their whole, whole life changes. Awesome. Good. Well, I think I was thinking about this um, you know, obviously, I knew you'd want a story mm-hmm. about this. And I was thinking one, one of the ones that really came to mind for me 
There's actually one of my trainees, someone who attended my training course and wanted to become a therapist. And she's the most fascinating lady because she'd been a teacher. And um, she came on the training course and, and you could feel her tension. Mm. You could feel it. And she found it very difficult to sit through each training module on the live training course and at the end of each period of training, she would get out the classroom very, very quickly, go off and smoke because it was just so uncomfortable for her to sit in that classroom, mm. to sit in the lecture room. Um, and so she actually was brave enough to volunteer to let me work on her. And wow. I did work on her right in front of everyone. And it turned out that when she'd been at school, one of the lecturers had continually asked her questions he'd asked her to give the answer so he was always picking her out in the classroom day in day out and she would get the answers wrong hmm. and she almost felt like she was being bullied or intimidated in By that session that he's, yeah as if he was deliberately picking on her and setting her up to fail and so it left her with this incredible tension and this discomfort because, of course, that situation is happening with everyone's eyes, everyone looking at her. It's happening in a social situation. So she's going into the classroom feeling this absolute tension. She comes into my training and she's got all those triggers in place of people looking at her being the center of attention. And she's feeling this extreme discomfort. And... You know, we actually used EFT tapping with her and we cleared the trauma of that. Mm. And I think she had a huge realisation. She realised he wasn't even attempting to do what she thought he'd been doing. You know, she thought he was setting her up to fail. What she realised in that session, what she hadn't been able to see as a child was that she was the good kid in the class. The mm. others were wild. Mm. And uh, I think he saw her as that one good kid that maybe would help him get a bit of credibility in that class. So he'd okay. ask her the questions. <laughs> so, you know, it, as a child, she'd not seen it that way. But as an adult, she got that perception. And it just didn't feel personal anymore. It didn't feel like some attack on her. And a big shift for her. You know, uh, she felt totally different, far more comfortable. You could just see her become far far more relaxed mm. and you know what shifting that made a huge difference to her and I think after that I did question her about the social kind of anxiety problem that she had because obviously she'd been a teacher mm. she had this most huge elaborate strategies to get through her job right you know she told me <laughs> I thought she was a fascinating woman uh, she told me that on the first day of term because she knew it was so uncomfortable going into the clash with the kids yeah on the first day meeting them for the first time she'd go in with a stack of books and almost deliberately drop them to break the ice with the kids so they'd all start laughing That's and it clever. breaks the ice yeah 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 so she had all these strategies set up to enable her to handle a very difficult career if you've got that problem mm. and you know they just find it so fascinating a big difference because you know that she's coming out being far more confident and you know she got she went off and became a therapist wow amazing so there was this trauma that she had with the teacher and as you uh did the eft tapping with her the emotions were released and as a result she kind of had a cognitive shift a different understanding of what happened which all in all made her feel more confident and more relaxed uh, in her job yeah yeah absolutely because what 
well, well, she wasn't teaching at that point. She kind of retired at that point, but she wanted a new career. Mm. But, you know, so as we tapped, what happens is you have a trauma that you experience. Now, she had many, many repeated traumas when she'd been young. So it was like day in, day out, right. she was going into that classroom and that was happening. So it was this constant stress. Mm. And, you know, you get locked into that trauma that you can only see the events in a certain way. So she saw it as him trying to have a go at her, setting her up for failure. And she was locked into that way of thinking about that. Mm. When we did the EFT tapping, that way of looking at it just naturally shifted. Mm. And she saw the bigger picture of what she hadn't been able to see as a child. Mm. That, you know, he, he was in this difficult situation with a very unruly bunch of kids in the class. Mm. And she was the good kid. And he was trying to, in a way, um, you know, get... He was trying to do his job. He was trying to teach properly. So therefore asking her the questions, thinking she was probably the only one who was going to answer right. and be the well-behaved kid. Right. You know? So when she got that, it didn't feel personal. It didn't feel like she was being attacked by him. And it just becomes, she become very matter of fact about it. And that's the difference. Often when you have a situation like that, it feels as if someone's deliberately having a go at you, right. as if they're deliberately attacking you and who you are. Right. And when you shift it, it's not personal. And, it, and that is so freeing to know that, to feel that. That's what happened for her. Right. Because um, these feelings, as you say, they get stuck. And then these feelings mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day life, they get triggered. Right. Yeah. And a common trigger, of course, for this kind of issue is people looking at you, mm. eyes on you, which mm. is, of course, what, what happened in the situation where the original trauma happened. All the other kids were looking at her. The teacher was looking at her. So then she goes into lots of different situations in life. Well, people are always looking at us, right. aren't they? So <laughs> it's a trigger. Right. So it becomes once you're the center of attention, that you know, when people are looking at you and an expectation for you to come up with an answer, that was triggering her. Yeah. Boom. All the feelings back from back then. Right. Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Tanya, have you worked with people who dealt with uh, bullying as well? Oh, yes. I, I found... A lot of people come to me with different degrees of bullying that they've experienced. And uh, well, again, if you're looking at what's happened to her, she would have perceived that as bullying. In fact, she did perceive it as bullying, that mm. he was bullying her. You know, so in a way, yeah, she was still held in the grip of what she perceived to be, as being bullied. I've worked with a lot of people for bullying. Um, you know, I, I really absolutely love freeing people from the grip of that. All right, hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to 
crap, <laughs> this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.